ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is set for one episode. Your host from Columbus, Ohio, is Michael Kirk. Welcome to the Outlaw Mudcast. Hello and welcome to the Outlaw Mudcast, your digital audio dirt sheet for all things Super Show. Let's start off this week talking about the two major upcoming conventions taking place Labor Day weekend where Super Show the Game will have a presence. The first, and I would say clearly the biggest, is Dragon Con. Dragon Con is taking place September 1st through September 5th, Labor Day weekend. That is the Thursday through Monday in Atlanta, Georgia. Specifically, there are five hotels where they're going to be hosting the events. These are the Hyatt Regency Atlanta, the Atlanta Hilton, the Sheraton Atlanta, Atlanta Marriott Marquis, and the Weston Peachtree Plaza Hotel. All these in downtown Atlanta. Additionally, there will be vendors, artists, gaming in America's Mart, Buildings 2 and 3. So, basically downtown Atlanta, that's the more specific. Tickets. Right now, to ticket, or what they call a membership, to go for all five days is $160. There are individual tickets. Thursday only is $20. Friday only $50. Saturday only $70. Sunday only $60. And Monday only 40. So clearly if you want to go all five days, the five-day membership is the best deal. There are some two-day and three-day combinations. There's also what they call an eternal membership, one time, and you can go to every one. I also learned looking at their website that for the five-day membership, if you buy it early enough, it starts out lower. For this year, if you'd have bought your membership before September 2021. I'm not sure off the top of my head the date they listed, but there was a date back in September. If you'd have bought the five-day membership, it would only have been $85. And there are various dates throughout the year between the previous Dragon Con and the current Dragon Con where you could have bought tickets at a reduced price. So if you're going to go to Dragon Con next year, Think about buying early because it's almost half off if you buy extremely early. But that's the pricing right now for Dragon Con. There are going to be games. There are going to be panels. There are going to be special guests giving autographs and photos. All of that information is on the Dragon Con website as of right now. The one thing I could not find was any of the listing for the Super Show events. I know that there are Super Show events. Jeremy Steigerwald is the one who's going to be organizing them. I also know, as was reported on the last episode of Talk of the Universe, there will be exclusives and there will be new releases at Dragon Con. They mentioned some of the competitors that will be coming out. Piglet, White Lily, I believe, the paint artist, Da Vinci Wade, others. Check out the most recent episode of Talk of the Universe for that information. But there will be new releases. They do not show any con exclusives, but there might be con exclusives as well that are logoed for Dragon Con. We will have to see. I expect we will get more of that information as we get closer to the event. 
Right now, though, that is all I have for DragonCon. The same weekend, there is a convention in Grand Rapids, Michigan, where Super Show will have a presence. This is GrandCon. GrandCon, only three days, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. $40 for all three days. The Friday-only ticket is $30. The Saturday-only ticket is $30. The Sunday-only ticket is $20. So if you're going to go more than one day, the three-day badge is the way to go. It's $5 for children under 10. There are some other purchase levels available. Check out their website. You do have to get tickets for the events. I can give you the Super Show schedule of events currently on Grand Con's website. Grand Con, by the way, Grand Rapids, Michigan, DeVos Place. Downtown Grand Rapids, Michigan is where it's going to be held. There are three events on the schedule of events. The first is a learn-to-play event, Saturday, 2 p.m., scheduled for 90 minutes, probably will go longer if necessary. There is a tag team event scheduled for Friday at 6.30 p.m., given a two-hour block. And there's currently a Grand Con Grand Tournament, like the World Heavyweight Championship Tournament, a singles tournament, Saturday, 7 p.m. For some reason, and I don't know why, there are only 12 tickets being made available for these events. I don't know if they will take more players, but I'm only seeing 12 spots for each event. Now, the Learn to Play event, all tickets are available. One ticket has been sold for the tag team. Two have been sold for the singles tournament. All of these are scheduled to take place in the Steelcase Brawl Room. Again, I don't know anything about that. But for the most part, the events are not at this point sold out. From what I can tell, looking at these, there is no additional cost for the tickets. But you do have to effectively buy a ticket to be able to go. So no additional cost, unlike at Gen Con, where you're, I believe all the events were $2. All of these are $0, but it looks like the spots are extremely limited. Now, I don't know if they will be willing to expand that, if there are more than a dozen people that want to play in these events. But right now, what is currently on Grand Con's website is 12 spots per event. 11 remain for the tag, 10 remain for the singles, as I'm recording this August 14th. I do not know if the con exclusives and new releases that are going to be at Dragon Con will also be at Grand Con. I have asked, and I will keep asking to keep the pressure on, so if people are going to Grand Con, they'll have access to those too. I don't know why. If you're having simultaneous conventions, you wouldn't have the releases at both. We'll just have to see. Right now, they have said they'll be at Dragon Con. No word on whether new releases and con exclusives will be at Grand Con, but I would like to see that. Am I going to either one? I might go to Grand Con. I don't know at this point. I have no plans. If you're interested in going to Grand Con, I'd be curious as to who's there. Maybe we can bunk up. I don't know. Reach out to me. As of right now, though, I'm only seeing... 
three people signed up for events because it does actually list on Grand Con's website who is going to be there. I'm not going to give the names, but those are publicly listed. So I do know, as of right now, who has bought the two tickets for the singles tournament. Who has the loan ticket for the tag team tournaments. All of that is out there. That's where we are right now with those conventions. I do want to mention this. COVID policy. As of the last time I've looked, there is no requirement for proof of vaccination or proof of a negative COVID test at either convention. Dragon Con is requiring masks. Grand Con is requesting masks. But outside of those stipulations, outside of those requirements, there's nothing else about COVID. Now, clearly, if you're sick, if you have COVID, don't go. But as far as like what you need to do regarding COVID to attend, that's what you have to do. You have to wear a mask if you're going to Dragon Con. They would like you to wear a mask if you're going to Grand Con, but I do not see that they are requiring masks. Outside of those two conventions, there are two create-a-competitor tournaments coming up shortly thereafter. The week after Labor Day, September 10th, Buckeye Championship Wrestling is hosting Pixel Palace Pandemonium 3. This is at Pixel Palace Games in Powell, Ohio, which is the northwestern Columbus metropolitan area. I believe it is a noon start time. Tickets are currently available for sale on Eventbrite. The weekend after that, September 17th, Game King, Fall River, Massachusetts is going to be, I believe they call it FreeCon 3. That's a creative competitor tournament running at that store, Game King, Fall River, Massachusetts. So quite a few events going on for September. For August, we're pretty much done with tournaments, live play, major events, like conventions, like creative competitor tournaments. The next big wave of those is hitting in September. Speaking of Create a Competitor events, last week I reported that the first match of round three was supposed to start last Wednesday, August 10th. Apparently, there was a last-minute change of plan. Pat Mulligan could not post the event, could not post the match. So that match has been pushed to August 17th. As far as I know, basing on the previous matches in this year's CCC, the match will start August 17th, next Wednesday night, around 10 p.m. after Talk of the Universe, and it will run to August 20th, around 8 p.m. Saturday night. The first matchup is supposed to be JAC and a Time Bomb Tim versus Johnny Korea and Harvey Luster. That is what is scheduled as far as I know. This is the tag team round where for each team, when somebody gets a tag on Facebook and then tags somebody else, that is considered one vote. The more tags you can get, the more votes you earn. The team that gets the most votes moves on to the semifinals in round four. 
I'm encouraging people to vote for JAC. Please, if you're looking for a team to tag, consider JAC and Time Bomb Tim. That is supposed to be kicking off the night of August 17th and running almost 72 hours. If you have any questions about this process, the best place to check is Pat Mulligan's post. It will have the rules in it when the match goes live. I had hoped the rules for round three would be posted prior to the first match going live, but based on the precedent from last week, it doesn't look like that's going to be the case. So everything I'm saying to you is based on previous years' experience and a conversation I had with Pat Mulligan at Gen Con about the upcoming round, round three. This could all change when the round goes live. We don't know. But I'm assuming, based on the past and the conversation I had, it is the Facebook tagging round. This is different than a tag team match. I know from experience asking people, there might be some confusion. This is a process that should take, ideally, no more than a couple of minutes. It should be a very quick process. It should not be a great time investment for the voters. The biggest hurdle, the biggest burden, is basically scheduling, setting up who is going to be tagged, and who the tagged person will tag next. This is one of the reasons why I am not a big fan of this particular format and have argued to have it changed. But this year, the tag format is in play. Please consider voting for and tagging with JAC and Time Bomb 2. Before I get into the online tournaments from this past week, as well as Sunday Night Fights, there are a couple of odds and ends I can bring up. First, and I learned about this at Gen Con, so this may be old news, John Calace, one of the owners and founders of SRG Universe, is no longer a corporate officer of SRG Universe. He has resigned from being the CFO. He is still an owner. I do not know if they will be replacing the CFO. As of right now, he is doing financial work for the company as a consultant. His ownership stake has not changed. Griff Briggs remains the COO. He will be at Grand Con. Steve Resk remains the CEO. He will be at Dragon Con. Should have mentioned that earlier, but we'll throw that in now since we're talking about corporate officers of the company. The Kickstarters have been being mailed out to people for those who did not pick them up at Gen Con. They are making their way to people through the mail. As far as I know, that's been going smoothly. I have not seen or heard of any difficulties with the Kickstarters going out. Again, this does not include the created content. If you bought created content as part of your Kickstarter pledge, either a competitor set or a card in the alternate art deck, you have until the end of this month, August 31st, to submit the things you need to submit for that created content. I would recommend doing that as soon as possible. For those of you that watch Talk of Universe regularly, I was asked, to be a guest host or a guest of Talk of Universe and talk about what happened at Gen Con. I did my best. 
I did get something wrong. I mentioned that Matt Nealon won with the Trash Man's grapple finish. It was actually the submission finish. I was wrong there. I apologize for that. Otherwise, I enjoyed it. I don't know if I'll be back looking at the comments on Twitch. I saw quite a few um, Zs. I saw quite a few people were bored. So don't know if I'll ever be back on Talk of Universe. Looking unlikely. But I'm glad I was able to do that. It's been a long time since a host of this program was on Talk of Universe. I'm glad that I could actually come on for the first time. If they ever bring me back on, I'll try to do better. But that was my Talk of Universe experience. I would have promoted it. They did not ask me to come on until almost an hour before the event. So they asked me to come on. I got ready. I posted what I could in the discussion group, letting people know I was going to be on. And then we had the show. With that being said, let's talk about the recent online tournaments. We're going to start with the Monday night consigliere fights. Group stages to a top cut, hosted by the consigliere to the SRG BOSS, Brian Schmidt. There were three groups, two groups of six players, one group of five or 17 players total. Top two from each group advanced into the top cut. In the first round of the top cut, the matches were played using the New York rules. So no disqualification, no count out. Crowd meter started at one. The winners of those matches played essentially two people that got buys into the second round. In the semifinal round, the second round, players played using the Lumberjack stipulation, also starting at crowd meter one. And then both the finals match and the third place match were played under a special guest referee. Brett the Metalhead was the special guest referee in these matches. The top four were in fourth place, playing as Master Dosmodius, the Keeper of Prisoners, Chugonomics. In third place, playing as Lemmy Adam, the Italian Bombata. Now, this is what I have from what was posted in the Facebook discussion group. This is different than what is on the challenge from that tournament. On that, it has Chugonomics as third place. I'm going to go with the Italian Mambada as third because that is what was posted on Facebook, but there is that discrepancy. The finalists were the Mad Custodian playing as Peng, one of the new, I believe these are called Marauders of the Multiverse. These were the competitors released at Gen Con as like competitors with full decks. It's a Mad Custodian playing as Pang versus Mac Attack playing as Mac Attack. The winner, Mac Attack as Mac Attack. Congratulations to Mac Attack for winning the Monday night consigliere fights. Thursday, we have Chibi's Thursday night fights. There were 24 players in this event, four groups, six players per group. Top two from each group advanced. From what I understand, all these matches, at least in the group stages, were played under the no disqualification stipulation, meaning no DQ, no countouts. 
I believe that stipulation continued on to the first round of the top cut. And the semifinals, the matches were played using the Beast Unchained stipulation. And in the finals, the main event stipulation was used for both the finals match and the third place match. The top four in this tournament were in fourth place, playing as Reverend Good Brains, Ryan Pierce. In third place, playing as Jordan Oliver, the Canola. The finalists were the Grump Danny Thunder as Charlie Tiger and Yasmeen as Slime Girl, with the winner, the newest competitor from the Ikuzo Super Show line, Yasmeen as Slime Girl. Congratulations to Yasmeen for winning Chibi's Thursday Night Fights. Friday, Brian Waitford Schmidt hosts another pop-up tournament. This is the Rewind Tournament. As many of you may know, Brian Waitford Schmidt hosts an online request radio program, Rewind with VHS, Friday nights. As far as I know, he's still doing it. Afterwards, he had this pop-up tournament. Ten players, two groups of five, top two from each group advanced into the top cut. In the first round of the top cut, the semifinal round, all of the matches were played using the Ring of Fire stipulation. In the finals and in the third place match, all of the matches were played with a special guest referee, Brian Waitford Schmidt. The top four in this event were in fourth place, playing as newly released Kickstarter competitor, the perfect assistant, Loudmouth Leo Larynx. In third place, also using a competitor from the newly released Kickstarter, the next Supreme, the SRG BOSS. The finalists were Chris Pate as his own competitor, Ricky Riot, and Eddie Fury as his own competitor, the Jerk of Sir. The winner of the Rewind Tournament, Eddie Fury with the Jerk of Cirque. Congratulations to Eddie Fury for winning the Friday event. This brings us to Sunday Night Fights. There were three matches on the August 14th edition of Sunday Night Fights. The first match was a grudge match. Jim Bias of DQX versus Alec Ventresca of The Revolution. I had never heard of The Revolution until this, so very surprised that there is a new faction. But these two men squaring off in a psycho circus match. Jim Bias as Amazing Red, Alec Ventresca as Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega plays the first finish in the match. The forearm chainsaw, it gets stopped by a fallaway slam. And then shortly after, at Crowdmere Zero, there is a technical issue on Jim Bias's end. He disconnects from the match. They give him a 20-count New Japan Pro Wrestling style to get back. He does not. And so, Alec Ventresca is declared the winner of this match via countout due to technical difficulty. Not 100% sure how that works because Psycho Circus is a no-count-out format. But Alec Ventresca, for right now, seemingly the winner of the first match of the evening. 
a very short match. The next matchup, the Intergalactic Championship. The champion who left Gen Con with the championship, Prince Butters, the challenger, fellow FCW player, Shugonomics. I'm surprised this match happened. The Intergalactic Championship was only defended about a week ago. It feels, once again, like these belts get defended too quickly. There's not enough time to breathe, to take it in, and even, again, to build up you know, a feud. So far, and I'll say this with all of these matches, all of these matches from tonight's Sunday Night Fight card are cold matches to me. I did not even see Sunday Night Fights get announced on the SRG Super Show discussion group on Facebook prior to the matches going live at 8. So there was, from what I saw, no build to anything on this match card. And again, I'm going to continue to criticize Sunday Night Fights for this. We need feuds. The beauty of this game is feuds and promos. And I feel like with Sunday Night Fights, it's just quick, we need a match. Quick, we need a match. No build-up, all cold matches. In this particular Intergalactic Championship match, Prince Butters is playing as Night Terror. Shugonomics is playing as Master Dosmodius, the Keeper of Prisoners. Because of Night Terror's gimmick, Master Dosmodius also does not have a gimmick. This is also a short match at Crowd Meter Zero. Shugonomics hits the Death Choke, rolls a 9. Prince Butters unable to break out the winner. New Intergalactic Champion, Shugonomics. Congratulations to Shugonomics on that victory. The final match for Sunday Night Fights, the Deep South Championship. The champion, Bob Dunn with Big Bad Bobby D. The challenger, Ken Fouché, playing as his own competitor, the Grim Librarian. The newest version of the Grim Librarian. Normally, I would make the same claim here as I did about the Intergalactic Championship. However, because Bob Dunn holds both the LFF World Heavyweight Championship and the Deep South Championship, it had been determined he must defend the Deep South Weekly until he loses it. So that, a little more forgiving, but again, I would have liked to have seen a bigger build for these matches. Again, this ends up being a short match. Ken Fouché hits his strike finish, rolls a 10. Bob Dunn cannot break out. The winner, new champion, Ken Fouché. Congratulations to him. Two new champions on Sunday Night Fights. The last bit of news. Shortly after Sunday Night Fights began, Mark Perry made an announcement. He is the new general manager of the Hardcore Division. The previous general manager had been Loudmouth Leo Larynx. Loudmouth Leo won the Hardcore Championship Sunday at Gen Con. As a result, he had to vacate that office. Mark Perry is the new Hardcore Gym. He's announced three matches for the champion. The first, Loudmouth Leo will have to defend against Time Bomb Tim. Loudmouth Leo as the perfect assistant. Time Bomb Tim as Wrench Monkey. In either a tables match, a ladders match, a steel chain match, or a TLC match. It will be the champion's choice which match type is played. The second match that's been announced. Presumably the winner of this match, although the general manager is confident that Loudmouth Leo will win every one of these matches. 
the next challenger after the Time Bomb Tim match, the winner of that match, the Hardcore Champion, will have to defend against yours truly. I will have to use DJ Outlaw. It will be a tables match. Now, the general manager, Mark Perry, said that my ban got lifted. I don't believe that. Come on, that's too easy. There's no way you cross the general manager the way he claims I crossed him and you just get the ban lifted like that. I don't buy that for a second. Now, if they want to have me fight the match, I'll fight the match. I'll be in the match. But don't for a second believe that ban got lifted. That's ridiculous. They're not going to lift the ban for nothing. But I will face the winner of Loudmouth Leo Larynx and Time Bomb Tim in a tables match. For the LFF Hardcore Championship. And then the third match. The match after that. The winner. Either myself is the disputed LFF Hardcore Champion. If that happens. Highly doubt it. Again. I don't even think the match is going to take place folks. I'm sure the general manager will swoop in. And put a stop to this. Same way I think he's going to do with the trios match. That I allegedly have. Don't think that's going to happen. But the winner of that second announced match will get to choose his next opponent. That's, again, presuming Loudmouth Leo wins the first two. I don't know if somehow if I win the championship match, I would say throw all this out the window. But if Loudmouth Leo wins two in a row, he gets to choose his third opponent. That is the news that came late Sunday night. As far as next week is concerned, there are currently no games listed on SuperShowTheGame.com, but expect a Monday night tournament. Expect a Thursday night tournament. Don't be surprised if there's a pop-up or two on the weekend. Dojo Tuesday night. And once again, the CCC Round 3 Match 1 kicks off Wednesday night, assuming there are no last-minute changes like there were last week. JAC and Time Bomb Tim versus Johnny Korea and Harvey Lester. Vote JAC. With that being said, I'd like to thank all of you for listening, and good day.